the great I am. Alleluia. Alleluia. You are the mighty God, the great I am. Alleluia. If the Lord has done something for you, you can rise on your feet and sing with me. You are the mighty God. Oh, the great. Oh. I say you are the mighty God. Oh, the great. The great I am. Amen. The Lord has done something for you. You have a voice. You have a voice. I say you are the mighty God. Oh, the great. Great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say you are the mighty God. Oh, the great. She was, you was, you was the mighty God. Ah, the great, the great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, You are the mighty God. Oh, the great, the great I am.
and honor your people, O God, with the fruit of your word. That we shall not leave as we came, but as we proceed to enter into a new year. Father, we will enter into this year knowing that you are with us. Knowing that there is none like unto you, Lord. We bless you. We honor you. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. In the name of the Holy Spirit. May the church shout a big amen unto Jesus. Shout a big amen unto Jesus. Please keep standing as I read this scripture really briefly because... I want us to pray before we enter into the year. But it looks like our time is a little bit fast spent. So I want us to please look at the main text that I, I, I'm going to be ministering on. From the Gospel of Luke chapter 1, verses 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent to God, was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in the inn, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for, your, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. And he shall call his name Jesus. And he will be great. And he will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. Who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. I want to read the last few verses. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zachariah and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greetings of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit then he spoke out with a loud voice and said blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb but why is this granted to me that the mother of your my Lord should come to me 
For indeed, as much as soon as the voice of your greetings sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which would be told, which were told her from the Lord. Amen. Please have your seats. I'm going to go through this word very briefly. And before that, we want to honor the Lord for all that he has done for us in 2018. I, I spoke to um, Carol's mother a few hours ago. Some people have already entered in 2019. The good news is that it's good. They said it looks very good. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> so be rest assured what you are going into. It looks good. So do not be afraid. Hallelujah. In the year 2019, we went through the series of prevailing grace. And we spent the time to dissect onto the very message on two different concepts. One, the concept of the renewed mind. And also the concept of the heart. And we dealt with these things extensively. In the mix of it, the Lord has taught us that, you know, the prevailing grace that we are seeking after or we sought after in 2018, the Lord indeed showed up for us. He didn't say amen to that. Amen. You see, we were not dealing with grace of just saying that I have been saved. But we are dealing with the grace where you walk with, live with every day of your life. Amen. It is the grace that makes the difference when you don't know the unexpected coming. Where you were able to over, over, stand firm when the unexpected comes. It is the grace that enables you. See, there is something about God's grace. That when you, got, when you come to the place to be able to capture the fullness of his grace, your life as a child of God becomes different. Because Apostle Paul, even in his high time, whereby he had saw, seen the third heavens, came to the very conclusion and said, I have a thorn on my flesh. And he prayed to God three times for that thorn to be removed. But the Bible, the response that the Lord, the, 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 the apostle received was not a response and saying that your thorn has been removed. But God said that my grace is sufficient. It means that no matter what you may be feeling as a, as a struggle, my grace is able to overcome it. No matter what challenge you went through in 2019, the prevailing grace of God is able to overcome it. No matter what you thought was a disappointment, the prevailing grace of God saw you through. We are talking about the grace that you walk with every day of your life. You wake up in the morning, it's a new grace. The next day, it's a new grace. Not just the grace that when you said, I was, I was born and saved by Christ Jesus. But the grace that carries you because it is the fullness of the power of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And that grace has dealt well with us. So no matter what you have gone through, I have one encouraging word for you. This year, 2018, was a good year. Amen. Well, you didn't say amen to Jesus. Amen. Yeah. 2018 was what? 2018 was what? Why? Because when you are walking with prevailing grace, it doesn't matter what will make, may come your way. Yeah. You still find yourself standing. Yeah. So as long as you are still here today, 
Tell your neighbor, as long as I'm still here today, I am victorious. I am more than a conqueror. As long as you've made it to this very point, the prevailing grace has sought you through. Ephesians 6, verses 10. The word of the Lord says, The family, my, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wails of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual weaknesses, wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. You are standing today. Because the grace has kept you. The things that should have knocked you out, the grace kept you. The things that should have just destroyed you, the grace kept you. You know, my, my, my dear sisters talked about the accident and they talked about the strength. All these things that sometimes we take it for granted. But the reality is this. Some people pray just to have a little strength to even get out of bed. You didn't get me here. But you and I are on our two legs, are on our feet today. We are able to get out of our bed. It is not because of our doing. But there is a grace working on our behalf. There is a grace seeing us through. There is a grace that has brought us this far. So as we are thankful to God, and we celebrate God for the prevailing grace he's given to this church and to his people. We are looking forward to 2019. Tell your neighbor, I'm looking forward to 2019. And I want to speak briefly about the text that we just read concerning the theme of the year 2019. In the year 2019, the Lord has instructed us with this very message. That this year, 2019, is going to be the year of a glorious leap. Tell your neighbor, glorious leap. Glorious leap. If you don't have a neighbor that's willing to tell you, find another neighbor that can tell you, you are walking into a glorious leap. Jeremiah 33, verses 1. I read. And I'll just end at verses 3. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time. While he, was, while he was still shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord who made it, the Lord who formed it to establish it. The Lord is his name. Call to me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. So in this year 2019 that we are entering into, it is going to be a year that we shall call upon the Lord and he will answer us. The things that you cannot conceive, God will bring it to pass. So you see the story began first in the gospel of Luke of two women. One was a virgin. One's name was, one already was called a buried woman because she was advanced in age without a child. Now in the process of time, it's important for us to understand the life of these two women. Because when all things does not seem right for them, some way, somehow, God was about to turn things around. Amen. 
and make the things that you cannot conceive, bring it into flourishing. When he says the call upon me, I will tell you great and mighty things. It is things that you cannot conceive. He will bring it into, into flourishing. The things that you cannot even imagine, he will bring it into what? Flourishing. So, so Elizabeth was buried. And then the Lord visited her husband. But when the visitation came, he doubted the word of the Lord. But the Bible makes us understand when Elizabeth realized that she was conceiving a baby, she hid herself to secure what God has given to her. Amen. You didn't get me. She had to protect the gift that was in her. Because it was not any ordinary gift. So then when Mary also heard the news, she also, the Bible says, looked at the story and said, I will go and visit my, 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 my cousin Elizabeth. Now the Bible says that when Mary went into the house, I'm, I'm shutting things a little bit so we can go through this and pray. When Mary went into the house and saluted, the Bible says that the baby leaped. My God. The baby leaped. You can't tell me that the baby that is not yet born can respond unto what God is about to do. You see, when purpose is at work, what follows the purpose of God is there is always going to be a leap. When purpose is at work, when we are talking about purpose-driven life, if you are working in a life that is purpose-driven, because John was not any ordinary person, the Bible says that even in the womb of his mother, he was still filled with the Holy Ghost. So I came to announce to somebody here that to this, in the year 2019, we have one, we have two things that I want to talk about. One is that we need to desire for the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Because without the infilling of the Holy Ghost, it is impossible for you to conceive what God is at work doing. We need the Holy Spirit in these times. The church of the living God is in desperate need of walking and living in the spirit of the Lord. Because what was common about Elizabeth and common about Mary was the Holy Ghost. The Bible says that the, the angel told Mary that the Holy Ghost will come upon you. And then if you continue on, when Elizabeth's womb leaped, the Bible says she was filled with the Holy Ghost. I wish I had people here that will hunger and thirst for the Holy Ghost. The Gospel of, of Luke chapter 11, the Bible talks about the very interesting parables. It says about, about, about feeding you know, hunger. And it says that if your children are hungry, Will you give them good food or bad food? And Jesus Christ continued on and said that if you, if even you who is evil, if you will not give your children bad food to eat, then how much more the Father and His Word says, ask for the Holy Ghost. Ask for what? The Holy Ghost. Why was God, the Lord saying, ask for the Holy Ghost? 
Because in Jeremiah 23, verse 3, he says, that call upon me, I will answer. You get it? Yes. God will always answer. Yes. But the manifestation of the answer of God is carried by the Holy Ghost. Yes. So if you neglect the presence of the Holy Ghost, the answer will come and you will still not know it. Because it takes the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth unto you. It takes the Holy Spirit to give you strength when you are weak. It takes the Holy Spirit to give you understanding in the word of God. It takes the Holy Ghost for you to know that your strength is in his word. All you need is the word. You see, when you have the spirit of God, when you speak his word, it doesn't just become just mere words, but it carries power. Peter and John says, silver and gold, we don't have. But what we have, we give to you. Rise up. It just took a word. Rise up. And the lame man rised up. So today I came to encourage you. If we will hunger and thirst for the Holy Spirit, we will see the power and the glory of God. In our everyday life. We will spend more time on this through the course of the year. Because I want us to pray. The second thing. About understanding. About glorious leap. Because you have to live a life of glorious leap. The year 2019. You need to leap. Leap in your spiritual calling. Sometimes we have lived our life as children of God for all these years. And the same prayer is the same prayer we prayed for since five years ago. But God is saying that there needs to be a leap in your life of prayer. God is saying there needs to be a a leap in your life in the ministry. Everything that God has called you to do, there needs to be a leap. There needs to be a leap. You know, when you understand the definition of the word leap, it talks about something that shoots high, beyond. You get my point? It doesn't just take its time to just slow down from one stage to another stage. It moves from one place. To beyond. The second thing I want to just speak briefly about is what Elizabeth talked about Mary. She said, Blessed is you who has what believed. This past Sunday, yesterday, right? Yeah. I I spent the time to talk about, you know, when the time gets closer. The truth and honest is this, my brother and sisters. Jesus Christ is a soon coming king. The Bible also makes us understand that a time is coming that many will walk away from the faith. The Bible no lie. So it means that there is a place that we need to stand firm. We need to stand firm in our belief in God. We need to know that the one that we have served is truly the living God. We have not come to serve any man. All things will pass away, like I said yesterday. But at the end of the day, God will still remain. So tonight, as we are about to enter into the year 2019, I came to encourage you that may you yield to the presence of the Holy Ghost in your life. I came to announce to you, stand firm in your belief. Because the more you stand firm in your belief, 
and you yield to the presence of the Holy Ghost, he will order your steps and he will answer your prayers and reveal great and mighty things to you. Tell your neighbor, I'm leaping into 2019. Tell your neighbor, I am leaping into 2019. I wish somebody who wants a different level of, 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 of size and water in their ministry. Say, I am leaping in my ministry. It's about time that the church of the Lord, there will be fire working through us. Yeah. Nothing has changed. He is still the God of yesterday. The God of today. And the God of tomorrow. So as far as I'm concerned, there is a call for the church to respond to what God has already decreed before time. That he is a miracle working God. Tonight, we are about to enter into a new year. A year of glorious sleep. This sleep will determine how much you yield to the presence of the Holy Ghost. Without the Holy Spirit, there is nothing we can do. As a matter of fact, I came to tell you something. Without the Holy Ghost, there is no church. Without the Holy Ghost, we will just come and go. Church has to be the very seat of the Holy Ghost. And church is full of believers. I always tell people it's not about church members. It's about believers. When you're a believer, it means that you have let go of something to pick up something else. And what we have picked up, his name is Jesus. Please rise on your feet.